Hi, and welcome to a episode of Get Out of Gaming. Doing something a little different this time, just kind of doing what we're playing right now during quarantine, what we're kind of doing. It's been a little crazy. World's crazy right now. Um, we're all crazy, Ben. We're, we're, we're all crazy. We are. We are, we are all crazy. Um, I'm Ben, of course. With me, always, got Spencer. Well, hello, everyone. And Alex. What's up? So, yeah, guys, what have you guys been... Uh, doing since we're all quarantined right now pretty much um same as last week i'm not gonna lie i've been playing a ridiculous amount of call of duty just like every day for i don't know i'd say at least six seven hours a day um most of these last few days for the last week or so um really enjoying warzone guys i don't know why you haven't downloaded it and played with me yet That's it takes forever to download things because of playstation Oh yes. Yeah, I saw that they throttled everything or, or whatever the other day. I haven't really noticed that nor experienced any of that, but I will say I did plan kind of ahead for all of this, and I downloaded a bunch of stuff to both of my PlayStations, um, which normally I have one PlayStation in the living room that we don't use like at all. It's that Spider-Man PlayStation 4 Pro, and mm-hmm. it just kind of sits in my living room most of the time. So we're actually using it now. We moved it into the bedroom, and... I'm looking over at my entertainment center where it used to be. I ripped the TV from it and like I put it on my kitchen table right now. So it's literally right in front of me. I know nobody can see this, but I'm showing Ben. Uh, so my setup's kind of wonky right now. Um, but I did all of this basically to play Call of Duty with all of my friends and be able to like record all of this and whatnot. So. Um, yeah, I haven't really been playing much else though, honestly. Like, we got a digital copy of Animal Crossing, which is kind of, um, you know, like hindering me from playing, playing it because my fiance just looked at her time. She's like 60 hours in already. So. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, when have you been playing, Alex? Um, Animal Crossing. <laughs> nice, nice. Liking it? Yeah, it's actually pretty good. Um, I like the crafting mechanics a lot. And the best thing about this game is that it doesn't end. Whereas the other games, there was kind of like a, okay, well, you talk to everyone. I guess let's just wait until the actual next day. Whereas with this, you can just keep mining for things. You can just keep fishing. You can you can use those nook miles and just keep buying more things. Like, I don't know. It feels like it never ends. Yeah, I haven't played it at all or really watched her much. But um, so is there like a stamina meter or anything like there is in Stardew Valley? No, there is not. Um, Because that really, like, just stops you from doing a whole lot your first few months uh, in Stardew. Well, the thing, the difference, though, is that it's still real days in Animal Crossing. Okay, so you have limited time. Yeah, so, like, you're you're actually working that day and doing everything. Whereas, like, with old Animal Crossing, you know how, like, you have to wait until, like, a next game, a next, like, real day in order to do something else. Mm -hmm. That still kind of happens. Like, you have to wait for... Uh, shops to be built like oh okay cool this won't be built until tomorrow but like that doesn't stop you from still playing the game yeah, yeah still... like the older games okay my wife actually my wife actually asked me she goes what is with this animal crossing i go what do you mean <laughs> she's like everybody is playing it everyone is like talking about it there's stuff on facebook i said you know i'm more than welcome to go buy that for you and then we can play it you know <clears throat> on the switch and she's like i just think it's too much work I said, it really isn't. I said, once you get down to it, it's not. Okay, so yes, the first game I tried to get her to play was Wolfenstein. Probably not the best. That's <laughs> um, a little a little much, too. It, the, it the is. hand-eye coordination. If, if you're not um, used to picking up a controller with two analog sticks on it, it's kind of hard to play games like that. Um, 
you know, inherently compared to like an Animal Crossing anyway, where you don't even have to move around the, the camera at all. You just move around the character. Yeah, I mean, she's really into it, and she's like, I really want to try this. Uh, so we have not purchased it yet, but uh, I'm, I'm expecting to. <laughs> hey, she might get into it. I've been playing, um, you know, I did just remember this too. Um, my fiance had to bring back her, like, work iPad. They had to clear out their lockers uh, since she works at the hair salon. Um, so she has her work iPad here. So I downloaded Roller Coaster Tycoon, which I've had forever on my phone, my iPad or my iPhone 10. It's just like way too small on there, but it's the Roller Coaster Tycoon Classic. It's like seven ninety nine or something like that, guys. And it is fantastic, dude. It's got I think it's got sixty eight or sixty four of the original levels from Roller Coaster Tycoon one and two. Um, wow. These are like the yeah the late nineties ones, so like the originals. Um, and I used to play those all the time growing up, so that's been kind of a nostalgic uh, kick, if you will. I did, I did purchase Messenger today. Uh, oh. It was ten bucks. It was ten bucks. They have a spring sale. I bought that, and then what was the other thing I bought? I can't remember the other one I bought. Oh, I bought a Shadow Tactics Blade of Shogun. Oh, neat! Have you started that yet? And I did like the first couple of parts of it do you know what it seems like it literally is like tenchu but just like a little bit overhead view oh okay it's not like XCOM or anything like that uh no because you can move freely you're not you're not required to move that and if anyone's hearing anything in the background that would be my three-year-old that is having a complete meltdown in the background but uh, (laughs) it's okay if they can see the camera right now they'd be able to see my cat it is just always invading my personal space I don't think if, if I think if I brought him in here, no one would be able to hear anything because he, yeah. <laughs> he obviously got in trouble. Um, but the messenger was one that I really wanted to play, and I've have it, but it was like ten bucks. Mm-hmm. I spent twenty six dollars yeah. total, and I got both. Dude, I, I have been meaning to, to buy that game forever. Messenger now. is awesome. I played it when it first came out. I never finished the free DLC, but like, it's it's a great game if you love those old type of like Ninja Gaiden type games but like easier i don't know it's doable okay that's yeah that's fun because yeah ninja gaiden to me is not i know actually the last time one of the last times we met up over at ben's place to record in person we were talking about ninja gaiden he said he uh you said you made your oldest son play it and he got farther than i did so um you know if that says anything about about my skills in ninja gaiden there Jeez. what what i like to do is is i like to when he has a friend stay over i give him a challenge game and if they finish the game with no cheats um, they get Starbucks the next morning, whatever they want from Starbucks. Um, yeah, you know, great, um, and so, and I, I think I told this to Alex, I always pick those games that I know they're never going to be able to finish. <laughs> um, that's good parenting in my opinion, honestly, like that, that is really cool too. And it'll get him really well educated on older games. Like I can tell he's already super passionate about games at his age. So he is. Um, and he, he actually, he was actually telling me last week, he was like, Hey, Alex collects super Nintendo, right? I said, yeah. He goes, I think I want to get into it, but I'm worried that it's going to be too expensive. I said, you know, mm-hmm. I said, next time we actually get to meet, you need to ask Alex of like what the price ranges were. Cause I think last time Alex, we said they weren't really horrible priced. They're not. Um, it's off and on. Depends what you want. Uh, a couple of years ago, it went up, but when the sweet spot was honestly, when I was collecting, when I first started collecting, which was like 2011, 2010, um just because like everything was pretty much just a flat 30 for like the <laughs> higher end games because like seeker of mana um seeker of evermore um let's see 
I'm looking at my stuff right now. Uh, Final Fantasy VI. Um, those were all just thirty dollars. Super Metroid, I think I got for thirty dollars. Like, and how long ago are we talking here? That was like 2011. Okay, so a, like, a while ago. Do but like stuff, the, uh, stuff has actually gotten back down to that price because of all these re-releases as well. Yeah, yeah, right. Like Secret of Mana, yeah, yeah. like is cheaper now. <clears throat> Mega Man X and X2 are actually more affordable now than they used to be. X3 still isn't. Um, but like, it's it's a nice time to go into stuff because now Nintendo's finally bringing stuff like through like their classic systems and all oh that. yeah yeah classics and the switch yeah and yeah, then you have so like, like konami and um capcom releasing like making yeah exactly so all these all these uh collections and things definitely help mm-hmm. the price of the actual cartridge go down um, you, know what's, you know what's not gone down is nes titles i, I was, oh yeah i was bidding on another one it was like 15 titles it started off like 10 bucks and then it got up to 95 dollars hmm. they weren't even like the one I, the only one I wanted was they had GI Joe on NES, the first one, and I really have wanted that one. That's like a that's like a nostalgic thing for me, and uh, it, it just went up, and I think it ended at almost two hundred dollars. Jeez! Oh wow! And so you know, now luckily, every now and then you get somebody on Facebook that wants to just get rid of it all, um, but you know, it, it's just really hard to buy some of these retro. There's so many retro shows on you on YouTube now that. I think it's just people blowing it up with it. Oh, definitely. Honestly, it is just an oversaturated, like, buyer's market now. Um, Unfortunately, so many people wanting to buy and just, you know, you can't, you can't find what you need half of the time. And then uh, I don't trust buying anything like that really online, you know, like Mm -hmm. I've just kind of always been like that for my retro stuff. And if it's a newer game release, I don't mind as much ordering something through Amazon. I don't know if I've said this before on the podcast or anything, but I personally feel that the one of the hardest or like most expensive things now is, although it's actually going towards the GameCube, but for the longest time and kind of recently, it's been the N64, um, which has been really hard because it's, it's the console that all these younger kids are have fake nostalgia for i guess generation yeah yeah plus other kids yeah i see well i was just talking about like younger kids and stuff like they never experienced it so it's their nes whereas like for us we had a super nintendo that was like my age i played that a lot so like the nes um was my n64 if that makes sense yeah yeah to think of the limited print too and just a mm-hmm. release of the cartridges for n64 there's just far fewer made because well, I mean, i've been getting a lot of n64 games lately and they've mm-hmm. been averaging 50 60 bucks a piece i mean yeah they just like games like mario 64 even um you'll, you'll see that game go up in value one of these days you can still buy it for like 25 dollars now but um you know, if you look at how many, they, they probably only made 9 million copies of that game or something like that. So, um, and then you look at, uh, well, I guess the GameCube. Um, do you know, Alex, off the top of your head, if uh, the GameCube sold more units than the 64? I don't think it did. I think it was... I think the, the second worst. was like their worst, right? No, the Wii U, I thought that was their worst. Oh, it? yeah, yeah, sorry. Oh, I yeah, Wii U. Isn't it Wii U, totally. then GameCube, 64. then N64? Yeah, I can't, I can't play, so 64 and GameCube are right there together mm-hmm. though so i don't know in my mind 64 games are more limited than than gamecube but that just could be my age as well you know and i'm seeing a lot of those on facebook um marketplace you you go on facebook marketplace and you see these people and and for the longest time actually i alex i was thinking that those prices are like way out of line but 
you're telling me they're between like 50 bucks per per game for n64 honestly yeah um but i'm also looking at the games that are harder to find like a couple different variants of like mystical ninja um like things like paper mario um snowboard kids snowboard kids too like they're harder they're not the main staples they're just like eclectic games that i played when i was a kid when i rented video games yeah and they stuck with other people yeah they made even less copies of these all the publishers so like mystical ninja and stuff like that that is just probably a pretty rare game to have now are you buying these with the cases and manuals no or okay i figured as much no the only game that i have a case with um (coughs) at least older game i guess or I have some Final Fantasy games on Game Boy Advance with like complete inbox and then that uh, Final Fantasy 6 or like I guess the 3 version for Super Nintendo. It still hasn't come in yet because of this virus issue um, because my sister bought it for me. That's Um, cool though. Jeez. Yeah, that's going to be really awesome. When that comes in, it's in box. It has everything except the map. But you have the GBA copy of that as well, don't you? Yeah, the GBA copy. Mm-hmm. I, I, oh, I collect Final Fantasy VI, so like I have, <laughs> I have it on PS One. Uh, I have a fa- Super Famicom version. I don't know. It's just fun to collect things. You, you uh, did you? Oh, oh no, go ahead. No, you're. Oh, I was gonna say, Alex. There's a guy on YouTube named Nex Nes Complex. He collects. Okay. I don't know if you see him, Spencer. So mm-hmm. he is a collector, but he doesn't want to buy boxes. So he showed how he makes his own cases mm-hmm. and they are the coolest thing ever. You need to check them out when he does those. Um, I was like, man, those are really nice. Hard plastic with the actual cover of what the box looks like. So mm-hmm. it's like a, I don't know if you remember Blockbuster, how they had like. Oh yeah. Almost like the Genesis cases. Oh. Yeah. yeah so that's what them right plastic now. cases. Yeah. He buys them in bulk for nothing. And then he prints mm-hmm. them off the actual cover so if you mm-hmm. look at the collection, they're all in there. They're all in order, and they look. Yeah, dude, there has to be a market for that kind of stuff too. Um, that really reminds me, actually, of. Um, do you guys know what like proxying cards is in Magic? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, yeah basically, people just you know make their own altars of really popular cards and then sell them for way cheaper. You know, and people use those in casual play groups and stuff. Um, you know, if you're not in a tournament and your friends don't care, then why not? And it's just, a, I think, yeah, a really cool thing to do. That's that's pretty awesome. And yeah. I have a ton of proxies myself for Magic, so I totally support that. Like, mm-hmm. he actually did a, like a whole two or three episodes on how he makes these and where he buys the stuff from. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You know, for you, like, uh, I, and like I, you guys have seen my NES. I don't have any inbox, so mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is gonna be a good project for me. And looking at the cases, they're yeah. not really expensive at all yeah. it'd be I, I a good a way few, to preserve them too yeah. um the i have i'm looking right now on my game shelf uh five yeah may, i might have another one like at my parents house but i have five n64 <laughs> cases like they have those they made them whereas like they didn't expect you to keep the boxes so they're clear plastic cases and they're official they say nintendo on them and then you're supposed to put like the manual in front and then oh, the, the f- game kind of flimsier too they're not like super hard plastic is that the one you're talking about um there is it i don't know i can more of a tough plastic it's a little yeah i don't know it's kind of it might be a little flimsy hmm. but i think i remember those i'm not I'll sure i to take a look but yeah like yeah they said like nintendo on the cover but like that's how i still have some of these manuals because 
like Diddy Kong Racing is over here and there's a manual in front of it. So like that's how I kept the manual. I didn't keep the box, but at least I kept the manual. <laughs> I have just a bunch of loose manuals for um, NES games actually. Mm-hmm. And the way I've kept those safe over the years is you know, the black sleeves that you would put the games in. Yeah. I, I literally just have two or three of those packed full of different manuals. So. All right. Oh, wow. I've got some, some decent ones too, like tournament fighters. Uh, oh, wow. oh, wow. I've never had the game though. So it's just the manual for some reason. I have, what do I have? I have um, Rad Racer. I have the Ooh. game and the manual, but I don't have the box. So, um, and that one just because I bought it together in a giant group. Um, but, you know, I guess my big thing is, is like, if you're going to collect this older stuff, um, you know, as a first time collector, just trying to get the games in general is my, my thought. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. Different people have different, yeah, different ways they look at it. And I'm this totally same way. I just like having the cartridge itself. I don't mind stacking cartridges. Like, I trust myself to not beat them up over the years. And yeah. I'm really safe when I move them and I pack them and stuff. Like, yeah. I've been doing so much cleaning in my spare room. I have all my Nintendo and Super Nintendo games just scattered on the floor right now. <laughs> and um, most of them, though, like, <laughs> I got so anal about it. I was individually wrapping most of them in, like, you know, a plastic bag or something. So. You honestly probably have more than I do because you probably just buy a bunch of random things. Over the years, I've I, I was counting my NES games. I have like seventy something, and then yeah, Super I, Nintendo I only have like fifteen or twenty. But for Super Nintendo, I have like maybe thirty something, forty something. I do have Space Invaders in the box, though. That's kind of cool for Ooh. Super Nintendo. That's like the only Super Nintendo case, like full in box I have. Though mm-hmm. I've got about seventy-two NES titles, but. I, at some, I actually the order I have coming in are some repeats. So I'm hoping at some point, Spencer, we can like maybe do some trades for some that you have that are repeats. Oh, I might have a few, honestly. Um, I can send you pictures and stuff, actually, dude. Like I, I completely cleaned out my spare room. If you guys um, check out Twitter, actually, you can see I posted some pictures of all of the junk in my spare room that I need to sort through and that that I have been <laughs> sorting through, but. Um, most of it out of box is just the stuff I've kind of collected over the last year or so. So yeah. I need to dig into the boxes to find some of the better stuff, unfortunately. I think nowadays, and, and you guys can maybe back me up, the way to get some of these harder to get titles at a fair price is just to find someone to trade with. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, I make sure when I do buy a lot of NES games, like a big group, um, I try to get ones that I know that I have repeats for. That way, I can use those as like, hey, I'm gonna trade these off, or you know, trade fodder. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. So I mean, I, as of right now, I don't have any like major repeats, but uh, my goal is by the time my son graduates from high school to have around two, three hundred NES titles. That'd be cool. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely, definitely a good goal. Jeez. And, and it's funny because someone's like, "Do you play them?" I go, "I try to," and then I get into it. And I'm like, "God, this is just god awful." Yeah. <laughs> You know, Nintendo right now it's so unfortunate. Like I have all these games. I have, I do have one of those. Um, it's a Retron Three, if I'm not mistaken. Um, okay. Plays two or three different kind of games, so it's not that the three if it only plays two of them. But it's one of those systems. Like you can plug in Super Nintendo and Nintendo games into it, but it's been so long since I plugged it in. Uh, thankfully, though, I do have my original Super Nintendo controllers. Not my original ones, but like. Uh, original ones i should say yeah same like that's how i play my um 
that thing that I keep talking about. Analog. Do you have the purple in just the purple and gray color scheme ones or the color? I ones? have those and I have a couple third party. Uh, like I have a few of the purple and gray ones, but then I have a, a few. They're like called super pads. I have those are. Yeah, actually, I think those are what I have. And they um, they look like um, like the Super Famicom. So like their color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I have one that ha- like has like a back to it. So like it it bumps out, so like it has more grip. Hmm, interesting. I'm gonna take a picture of the ones I'm I, I just found and send them to you guys after this because I'm not sure if they're legit now that I'm thinking about it or not. Hmm. It's funny. I was going through my garage the other day, and I remember a girl at work had sold me this huge box of games, and um, <laughs> she goes, "I don't know if the games are in there. They were my son's. It's literally a box of cases. Like I mean." Oh. But get this. So they're PlayStation 1 cases. Hmm. All of them are in great condition. That's actually good, yeah. And the manuals are with them, which it was funny because when I was going through the other day, I'm like, I found also, I found an Xbox 360 book bag that's never been used. Oh, wow, dude. I want that. (laughs) I straight up want that from you. We could definitely talk. We could definitely talk. But then, Alex, I I found some Final Fantasy ones on playstation just now it's the case yeah but it's got the manual and it's in good shape so um yeah eventually at some point we'll be able to trade these together or whatnot yeah. and uh um, i I'm, i've got them set out and they're in really right. great shape but um my wife's like hey what did you pay for these two boxes i go you really don't want to know is before we were married <laughs> i don't i paid way more than i should have but she was trying to move yeah um and there was a box full of Hot Wheel cars, so I kind of won. Cause nice. My dad collects Hot Wheels, dude. Oh, well, I don't collect them. Oliver loves cars. And okay, so cool, cool. I paid $20 for like 300 cars. Oh, wow. Jeez, dude. That was a yeah. solid deal, man. You can give them one every day for a year. Christ. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, other, <laughs> the other box of the game stuff, I'm, I will never tell you guys what I paid because you're going to be like, what the hell, Nellis? Uh, Eh, but yeah, I've I, made some bad deals in my my gaming trade days, but I've I've made more good ones, I would say, because I, I'm the same way, dude. I've bought a lot of people's collections and stuff like that, and that's how I've acquired most of my cooler things, honestly. And um, I've been ripped guys, off for some newer things, and then I've gotten some older things at yeah. great value. How do you guys feel about like haggling on prices? Do you think it's like not okay to haggle prices, or do you think yeah, I'm gonna depends haggle on the, It depends, depends on the, on the location. situation. Location, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, if it's like Facebook Marketplace or something like that, that's typically pretty casual, uh, unless if they state it, you know, in their in the post where it's like a uh, firm will not accept anything lower than two seventy. I don't want to see a uh, hey, will you take two fifty for that? No, get that shit out of my inbox. And like that's that's not cool, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, other situations where you're just trading with friends and stuff. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. That's what trading is, right? I mean, that's yeah. that's a trading economy. I, I played Magic for years, uh, semi-competitively, and like buying and trading Magic cards was like, I think I did that more than actually play the game. You know, that was that was the the game to me. Like that was the meta game, if you will. So um, I've always been a huge fan of trading, though. Going back to that, like I think trading is is just fine if. Um, both part of parties are like, you know, mutually happy or whatever. Like, yeah, go for it, man. Trade yeah. all your stuff. I, I feel uh, like, yeah. I feel like for me, um, I, and you guys are going to hate this, but I am that guy. Like, so for instance, a guy had a PlayStation Vita for 50 bucks. 
So I offered that's a him a great deal already, Ben. See, that's almost <laughs> I know what you're gonna it. see, and that's almost uh, Yeah, I kinda offered him I offered, <laughs> I offered him thirty bucks. Uh, <laughs> that's that's almost just, insulting. Just I'm buy not it. Yeah, well, it means life. Great. Well and my other fear is my other fear on Facebook is like if you don't think if they're not a collector and they're just trying to sell this stuff, is it stolen? I mean, when you have five PlayStation fours you're selling. According to the law, though, that's not your problem. Yeah, true. I, I hate having that gray heart, but working at GameStop so long, I just, yeah, I have uh, zero, uh, yeah, zero morality when it comes to that, I suppose. Like, you know, if it turns out stolen, yeah, the police will come into my place and confiscate it and take it as they should. So I'm cool with that at that point. What about you, Alex? What if it's like someone that you don't really know very well? Do you, is that okay to like, do you negotiate on price? I haven't done that in a long time, so I don't really know per se. Like I've never done Craigslist. I've tried negotiating on prices through Facebook Marketplace and it just never ends up well because they're asking for too much money. And I'm like, here's here's how much I want to pay. Like, no, it's too little. Okay, see ya. I guess I'm not getting this. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed like the older I've gotten, I've just kind of stopped doing it completely too i, don't well, know if it has I also respect days. stores more like a disc replay mm-hmm. or something like that to where like i don't feel like i have to haggle because i'm like i look at the condition of it and um take a look at just the whole thing and if i think it is worth that price then i'll buy it if not then i'll just be like okay well this is how much i want to pay see you I, I, I also feel for disc replay that they don't like on the new new stuff they're really good they're pretty competitive on their prices but like nes stuff I don't, and maybe Super Nintendo too. I feel a lot of times that I buy something from there and it's cheaper than what it actually is selling for. Mm. I don't know if you guys have had that same thing. Yeah, yeah. it's hit or miss with different titles for me there, honestly. But, um, you know, I've, I've switched over to buying a lot of collectibles and I still buy a lot of collectibles down there too. Like they're loose action figures and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, their, their pops and stuff are like awesome prices, to be honest. Most of yeah. them are. Um, they just check the Funko app, I think, every few days because they're like pretty spot on, a couple of dollars lower most of the time, and I'm always very happy because they always have like you know buy three get one free or something going on. Yeah, I think the last one I bought from Disc Replay was that uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers for NES, mm-hmm. and then I when I was telling you what I paid for, you were like, "How much did you pay?" I paid ten bucks, and it's worth well more than that. Uh, it, it is in great condition too, like almost perfect on that one. You know, I did get Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 3, both in very great shape for $20 each. And that seemed kind of low to me, but I don't know, looking them up online, you can get them for that price kind of anywhere, so. Yeah, I mean, I feel like sometimes I go in there and you're like, holy crap, they're like dirt cheap, you know? And then they got something that's like totally rare and you're like, yeah, you guys are spot on. Yeah. You know, but... It, and, I, and I, I haven't like bought anything rare in a while except for that F Zero game, I guess, a couple of weeks ago, and that was only like thirty five bucks. Mm-hmm. I don't think I look for the rare stuff if I see it and it's like something I know is a rare title and it's a good price. Yes, but for the most part, I'm trying to get like some of the shuffle, like some of the like not shuffleware, but like the the cheaper price stuff, the the stuff that you know you can get for like two three bucks to get those out of the way. I think mm-hmm. that's the best way to start collecting anything, honestly, and. Um, uh, I, I have probably like seven different consoles that I, I quote unquote collect for. And most of my, again, air quotes for collection here um, <laughs> for like my Wii games and stuff like that. It's a bunch of like shovelware, honestly. 
Uh, most of it, anyway. I have a couple of hidden gems scattered in. But yeah, I have like, I want to say 130 or 140 Wii games. And maybe 10 of them are good, you know? Like, I have Mario Galaxy 1 and 2, and then Zelda, and that's pretty much it. Maybe one of the Kirby games, but I don't have, like, Smash Bros. even, and um, I have Lost Story, I guess. That's kind oh. of... Oh, wow. It's not even, like, that expensive, you know? I do have yeah. the, the collector's edition of it, and it's only, like, worth 20 bucks. So. Yeah, I had it at one point. I sold a bunch of Wii games because I just mm. didn't care. Yeah, don't blame me, honestly. They take up a ton of space in my closet. So. Yeah, but I don't know. The way I am um, now with games in general, um, I just collect what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, that's what most of my Super Nintendo games are. They're either games I just had when I was a kid um, or things I was actively looking for or see and catches my eye. So, like, the Chrono Trigger that I found, it's like, yeah, I should get that because I never played yeah. this. Um, I think that's awesome. Like I bought flying warriors here Mm -hmm. for NES. That is a game that I rented like three weekends in a row and I never finished it, but it was just in my mind, it was like the closest you can get to a superhero game for the uh, NES. that was good. And so like, uh, you know, I do that sometimes, but for me, I'm just trying to get as much as a collection as I possibly can. And I know that these are like 30 something years old. Yeah, so it's a lot it's cool. harder. It's cool looking at the quantity too. Sometimes, um, yeah, it's just uh, like I said. I, I think that is just the best way to get into it as well. Too, it's nice to have a, a full shelf of something to look at. It definitely uh, makes you feel like you've you've gone out there and collected. So, um, yeah. and Alex, you were you were saying like um, you know you just see things sometimes that catch your eye and whatever. That's mm-hmm. I've kind of completely stopped doing that the last few years and I've specifically just gone out and um, just straight up like have a list of what I'm looking for you know every once in a while I will get pulled into I'm a sucker for like buy two get two free sales and buy two get one free sales and stuff like that obviously so Mm -hmm. um, I, I go for a lot of those really random ones and they have a ton of those for like PS2 and stuff and a disc replay um, and same for the Wii, actually. I got most of my shovelware from, from down there. Buy three, get four free, even. <laughs> like, it's pretty awful. We have, like, um, eight minutes left. Do you guys want to try this uh, game that I wrote up last week? Sure. Um, yeah, they, we can do one or something. <laughs> yeah, I think we, we have time for one of them. We have seven minutes left. Yeah, but it'll, like, cut off afterwards, so, like, no... Yeah, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll keep it. I'll keep it short. Okay. Then. okay. Um, do you guys remember the game? No. Basically, I'm gonna I'm gonna name a game, and you guys are just gonna tell me what year you think it came out. Oh right. I'm gonna okay. keep track of the difference once I find a pen in two point five seconds. Fill the dead air. Dead, <laughs> dead air. Air. <laughs> dead air. Dead air. Oh man. Hear yeah. you say dead air a bunch. Yeah. Pulling the dead air. That was awful. Okay, let's go ahead and get this started. I think we're going right. to finish this really fast. All right. I'll okay. win. Um, oh, wait. How, how should we do this? Who goes first? Who goes second? Ben can go first. Ben can go first. Okay. So Give, give the old guy a chance this time. All right. Yeah, Ben will go first. Right. He'll guess the, the date first. Okay. Um, Uncharted 2. Um, <clears throat> shit. Uh, <laughs> 2010. 2010. All right. And uh, Alex? 2011. 2011. Okay, I'm just going to, we're going to move on to the next one. I'll tell you at the end. Uh, Gears of War, the original Gears of War. Alex, if you want to go first this time, you guys should switch it up every time. 
Okay. Um, say 2007. Okay, 2007. You got it. Uh, 2008. 2008. He's going to be playing Prices Right this entire time. All right, Ben. Mega Man, the original Mega Man on NES. Um, <clears throat> Japanese release date. Oh, the oh. Japanese? Sure, because yeah. <laughs> that matters. And that's, uh, 19, that's what Wikipedia told me. <laughs> 1989. Okay, Ben says 1989. 87. Yeah, I think he's right. 1987. All right. Um, punch out. Alex? Uh, 86. Punch out? 86. Okay. And uh, Ben? 1985. 1985. I got it. Um, okay. So Ben, this is you. Gone home on Windows when it originally released. Gone home on Windows. I want to say 2016. 2016 says Ben. 2014. And Ben or Alex says 2014. Okay, um, Alex, uh, Bloodborne. Hey, speaking uh, of, <laughs> never mind. I almost gave that away. I'll give it away here in a second. 20... 2015. 2015 says Alex. Uh, I want to say 2014. 2014. All right, uh, Ben. Metal Gear Solid on PS1. Um, two thousand five. Metal Gear, two, Metal Gear no, 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 no. PS1. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, uh, I want to say two thousand two. Two thousand two. Okay. Yeah. Ninety-seven. Nineteen ninety-seven. All right, uh, Ben. Oh, no, Alex. This one's you. Resident Evil Four. 2004. 2004. And Ben? 2006. 2006. Uh, Super Mario Bros., Ben, on the NES. Uh, 85. Actually, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. 84? Um, ah, come mm-hmm. on. Uh, he says, come on. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Come I was going to say. We both got 84. You're allowed to say the same okay. thing as that is okay. okay. You're 84. both wrong. Go ahead now, Alex. Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion. On the 360. Okay. Um, 2007. Math here. Um, he says 2007. 2008. Ben, and Ben says 2008. Let me... Are you going to tally all these up? Yeah, I got to do some maths here really quick, guys. Better uh, hurry. Mm-mm. Don't have time. Okay. Seven. 12. All right. Um, so we have we have totals here. Um, ben, you said 2010 for Uncharted 2. Alex, you said 2011. It was actually 2009. Uh, Gears of War. Yep. Uh, ben, you said 2008. Alex, you said 2007. It was 2006. Um, Mega Man, we have, uh, let's see, Ben, you said 89. And Alex, you said 87. It was indeed 87. So Alex got that one right. Uh, I'm sure this is 87. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Punch Out, 1985 was Ben's answer. And 86 was Alex's. Uh, ben was closer there. It actually came out in 83. Uh, Gone Home. Ben, you said 2016. This was the biggest uh, difference we had. Uh, it was three years off. It was 2013 there. And Alex said 2014. Bloodborne came out in 2015. Alex got that one right. And Ben, you said 2014. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Ben, you said 2002. It was 98. I was way um, off. 
I yeah, said 97. You said 97. So um, Resident Evil 4, 2006, Ben, that was your answer. Alex, yours is 2004. That game came out in 2005, so you guys were smack dab in the middle there. Um, Mario Bros. on the NES, 84 and 84, respectively. It was 85, guys. So Ben, you would have been right if you would have stuck with the oh. first answer, man. Yeah. Um, and then Oblivion. Uh, ben, you said 2008. Alex, you said 2007. It was in 2006. So we have a total difference of 19 for Ben and 12 for Alex. So Alex won by seven points. But that was really close. Holy cow. You guys were only off by like, yeah, three for each of those. So that's awesome. Like, yeah, I like that game a lot. Sweet. And we have two minutes left. So heck yeah. I know how long it takes if we drill through it. Maybe people should check us out on uh, Facebook and Twitter, and mm-hmm. you guys should drop your Twitter names. Uh, yeah, find me at uh, Recipes Legs. Alex, where can they find you? Uh, Cheetar02, pronounced Cheetar02. So. Well, all right. <laughs> Sweet, cool, cool. Let's get on out of here then. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh, it's been awesome. Goodbye. Goodbye. All right. Bye. Bye.